Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Bucks never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. These are lineups. He's saying that they could play in different situations in a game, depending on the opponent and so forth. So just to clarify, this is not what he is saying they should start with uh, an opening tip-off to get Eric name uh, of the Athletic correct. So this is his lineup with our guy Giannis uh, at center. Drew Holiday, Pat Connaughton, Chris Middleton, Jay Crowder, and Giannis as the center uh, with this starting five. The reason I don't like Giannis at center is because I don't want Giannis having to guard bigs on the other side of the floor. I have no interest. I don't want Giannis having to be guarded by centers on the other side of the floor if he doesn't have to. I'd much rather have a center dealing with Brooke Lopez than dealing with Giannis, if at all possible. Now, in the NBA today, there's a lot of switching and so forth that happens, and I get that. Uh, But I, I don't want him at center. And to be honest, I don't know if Giannis even wants to play center. I'm guessing he wouldn't either for the reasons I laid out. Uh, But either way, Nathan Marzian, your thoughts on uh, the first lineup suggestion by Eric Name of The Athletic. I I definitely do not have a big problem with it. And he did put out some stats below that kind of show that, okay, the Bucs actually have been pretty decent with Giannis at center. Um, Like last year, they had a plus 10.1 net rating, plus 7.4 the year before that. 2019-20 was plus 17.9. And with this, as you said, like this, it's more of a, you know, do you want to see this a little bit? Nobody's asking for this to be the primary lineup and right. the starting lineup and stuff like that. But I don't mind it at all if it's something that they're going to use, you know, a little bit and maybe just to keep Brooke a little bit fresh. And, and you know, I don't know. I just I like when they go to Giannis sometimes at the, at the at the center because it does give them more versatility. There's really – you look at this lineup. It's Drew, Pat, Chris, Jay, Giannis. Not a ton that you can really attack defensively there if those guys are all playing near their best. Um and it, it kind of reminds me of the lineup that they sometimes went to in the 2021 playoff run, except you just would replace PJ with Jay, which is what we're basically hoping Jay can be is like the PJ type replacement. And so at that point, you're going with, you know, Drew, Pat, Chris, Jay, who's your PJ and Giannis. That's kind of what they went to in those, some of those finals games to close it out. And, you know, again, if Pat Connaughton's hitting his three as well, we know like what he can bring if he's doing that. And, so I, I don't mind that as a lot potential lineup to to throw out there sometimes, especially like in the playoffs. And just, again, having Giannis at center defensively opens up more possibilities, allows you to switch everything, and there's really nobody you can just attack on the perimeter completely. So I'm definitely more okay with it than you are. I, uh, I'm curious to see what Adrian Griffin is going to do defensively. Because, uh, you know, playing man-to-man and drop for Lopez has been the way that Brooke Lopez has came onto the scene as this dominant defender. So when Lopez is out, because I'm assuming that's how they're going to play when he's on the floor. And if they don't, I'd be surprised. Then are they going to go to a different type of defense where they're going to be switching constantly? But when Lopez is on the floor, they won't do that. Because I would be shocked uh, if they're switching constantly with Lopez at center on the floor, Nathan. 
Yeah, I mean, it it's something that you can do a little bit with Brooke. It, you know, but again, if you're doing it full time or if you're really doing it a ton, it's probably going to end up coming back to bite you. He can he can come out in the drop a little bit and he can defend in the in that mid-range area decently well as he did in the finals, but he's not someone that you want to be switching, you know, guard him onto guards on the perimeter and stuff like that. And so again, that's why I'm kind of like they do need to go to Giannis at center more, I think, just in general, just for that reason of it gives you more flexibility. And some of this, I mean, these lineups too, it's it's dependent on matchups too. If you're playing in a series where, okay, you don't need Brooke, Brooke's defense quite as much. Like Nate points not, out, it's a small ball lineup essentially, like if you were playing Golden State or something. Yeah, if we're playing if we're playing Philly with Embiid, no, you want Brooke Lopez out there to defend Embiid. And but in certain situations, it's like no, we can live without Brooke Lopez on the floor. We don't need his defense quite as much. And now you've got a guy that can make the defense more versatile, and in Giannis at center. And then obviously it just gives you a little bit more athleticism overall on offense, um, and just gives you a little bit more options there with with Brooke not being out there. So I don't know it. Again, it's one that I'm perfectly fine with in, in plenty of situations. Lineup two by Eric Name of The Athletic. And I'm not going to go over and read all the stuff of his reasoning of the lineups necessarily. Name or uh, Marzian's a numbers guy, so he'll read you the stats that he gives. But other than that, and there's lots of numbers, way more than Marzian gave to that first one. But you can go subscribe to The Athletic and, and read all these reasonings. Team Tempo, and that's what he calls it. Andre Jackson, No. Right there. I didn't even have to read the rest of the dang lineup. No. G League, yes. No to being on the floor with any of the stars. All right, all right. Finish, finish, finish reading off the lineup. Marjan Bochamp, no. No, no, no to Marjan Bochamp. He's not going to score 83 in the NBA. No, he's not. Malik Beasley. Okay, fine. Giannis. Kind. Bobby Boris, okay. I'm not all about Team Temple. And I get it, Eric. I, I get it, right? Uh, well, you know, John you know, wants young guys, wants to be more athletic, so forth. Right. But they got to be able to shoot. Yes, they do. And they're not there yet. Right? So in order to walk, you have to crawl in most situations. In order to run, you have to walk. We're not to the crawling standpoint yet with Andre Jackson, so we're nowhere close to being able to walk. That We're not there yet. Bochamp is probably at the crawling stage and trying to pull himself up onto a couch to learn how to start to walk at this point. It's probably where Bochamp is at. Neither one are ready to be out there for any extended amount of time, especially, think about this. Giannis can't shoot. Beasley can and stretches, yes. Bobby Portis can. But then Bochamp and Andre Jackson can't. What what are you doing with that lineup? Like I, th- there's just absolutely no way, no chance. And you're have Jackson run the point, I guess maybe because he did it in college or whatever the deal is gonna. No, I'm totally out in this one. Of the three, that's my least favorite. Go ahead, Nathan Marzian. Yeah, as you said, there's and Marzian isn't necessarily a total non-shooter right now, but I mean it, it's still to see. But there's at least two non-shooters out there: in Andre Jackson and Giannis, and then another iffy shooter in Marzian. If Bobby Portis nice. isn't shooting. If Bobby yeah. Portis isn't shooting well, he could be another iffy shooter because yep. there was a long stretch last year where he didn't shoot very well. Really, the only guy that you can rely on as a shooter is Malik Beasley. And again, I know we don't always just need shooters out there that can't do anything else. And but you can't go too far away from the shooting. You know, you can't just put out five athletic guys and be like, okay, cool, this is our line. We we saw the Bucks do that in 2015 when they had Michael Carter Williams and Giannis and Greg Monroe, and and then it's like, okay, but like who can shoot and all of a sudden, you know, in Jabari and stuff, it was like, 
okay, we just don't have enough offense now. We got the we got the length, we got the athleticism, but we don't really have the actual basketball skill here. So I don't like I don't mind giving Andre Jackson a some bench a little bit of bench minutes during the regular season when it doesn't matter as much. Oh, he can sit on the bench for as many minutes as he can handle. I'm all about bench minutes. Sit right there on the end of the bench. No, make sure I'm it doesn't about... fly up in the air. And that's your job. I'm all lots of bench minutes. All about it. Sit on the bench. Yes, agreed. No minutes with the second unit on the but, floor. <laughs> I mean, in the in the in the regular season, I don't see the harm in it. It's not if if he plays eight minutes a game, six six to eight minutes a game, and you're like, whatever. Like, is that really going to kill your chances of winning the basketball game? Probably not. Fine. Um, and you know, I, I mean, obviously, in any type of big big games or must win or late in the fourth quarter. No, you're not playing the guy, but I don't mind throwing him out there. I just, I don't, I said it when they drafted him. I don't know how he fits alongside Giannis. 